This is a HeadGum Podcast. It smells like a lot of things in this apartment right now, and honestly, it's refreshing. It's like sweet potatoes, that coconut candle, this coffee. Is this candle even have coconut in it right now? I, I have no know. idea. Either way, we had one earlier that was... We bought like 17 coconut candles on Bath & Body Works. We're ready for summer and spring. Oh my god. If you like coconut scents, uh, coconut sandalwood and copper coconut are my favorites. They're fantastic. It's like a beach in this tiny apartment. This is Candles with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. A lot of people have told us that they expect us almost to be like, I'm coffee and I'm Rachel. Yes. So... We're not going to do that, but maybe... Never. Wait, do we upload on April 1st? I don't know what day of the week that Me is. Me neither. We'll figure it out. I feel like we've asked ourselves this several times, but it's fine. So, yeah, we are having a wonderful scent accompanied by our favorite coffee here. This is the Whole Foods Hometown brand. Yeah. Brand. Reminder, if you guys have a coffee that you would like to send us from wherever you live, you can send it to our P.O. box, which is in our Twitter bio, which is coffeewcrachel, yeah. and on coffeewcrachel.net. It should be on there, so. Yeah, we can try things from all over the world and give our shitty thoughts. Yeah. Also, <laughs> tea is accepted. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, for our fact... We have, since caffeine is toxic to most insects, it serves as a natural bug repellent that protects coffee trees. I will grow them in my apartment. Honestly, can I, like, maybe that's how I keep the bugs off of me in the summertime, is just fueling myself with coffee all the time. Honestly, though, we've only seen one spider since we moved here. Knock on fucking wood, like, I'm leaving now. I know. However, every time I'm on, like, a news app, there's a giant spider in the thumbnail of some fucking article that literally gets me shaking. Sometimes I throw my phone. You just did that the other day. Yeah, it was BuzzFeed. Fuck them. They should know better. I remember when we were looking to move here when we were looking up like all of the information I saw that like house spiders were like a thing in Seattle. I'm not getting a fucking house. (laughs) And it's this is like more when you're in the suburbs not in the middle of the fucking city but they're like giant ass spiders that are like harmless and are just trying to be like They're really harmless? It says that like they're just trying to be fucking warm in the winter. I feel that. I get you. I understand. Find another place to <laughs> live. Oh. Yeah. What happened? All right, question. How long have house spiders been on this earth? You know what I mean? Like, what were they called before we even had homes? Were they hut spiders, cave spiders? Like, what were they? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Do you understand? Like, part of their name is literally a home, so that ages them. I feel like that's, like, the stupid name we give them and not, like, their real name. You well, know what yeah, I mean? like, the Latin name for it or something. The scientific Uh, name. I don't fucking know. They're spiders, and I'm happy with that. It's like, I get what they do. You know, they do a lot for us. But they have to be so ugly. And (laughs) they gotta go from at least my whereabouts. Like, I'm cool with spiders, like, having the knowledge that they're out there doing their duties as spiders. (laughs) I never want to see it at all. In my home... (laughs) I'm just really not a fan of insects as an entire category. Yeah. I know. It sucks because when you're watching any of these, like, nature documentaries, like Planet Earth 2, it's like 80% insects, and it's like, I get it, they do a lot of cool things, and they have some pretty colors, but it's the uh, super up-close shots, like that one episode of Spongebob. That gets me. Uh, it shakes me up. No, Planet Earth 2 was the one that's like, we're going to bump up the drama in this fucking series, and we're going to have this spider, like, jump <gasps> the fuck out at you, and is that when we, like, closed everything down? I never screamed so loud. It was like a sand dune, and this, like, translucent giant big boy just popped right out. It was like a jump scare. You literally fell off the I couch. did. I I felt remember the one night where I was like laying in bed and there was like a weird shadow on the wall and I thought it was like a big boy and I screamed and like slowly like because Chris sleeps on the side of the bed where it's like closer to the outside of the apartment you know yeah you're near the wall so I feel like climb over him to get to like the bathroom or anything and I literally just like jumped over him and fell onto the floor and was like (laughs) spider and like we spent probably two hours at like four in the morning trying to look for the spider that did not exist but i never wanted to sleep again (laughs) 
So that's the level of arachnophobia that's I definitely here. have it. I definitely have it. And honestly, these fucking cats, they just, like, stare at it. Squeezy tries to, like, bite it, but he's, I don't even like, want them to encounter one. Yeah. Think about, like, no, I don't need that. Squeezy's been traumatized ever since the stink bug incident. He tried so. to kill a gnat the other day, and it was, like, he just stared at it. And he would, like, try to, like, bite it, because it was, like, on the wall in front of him. Yeah. And instead of swiping at it, he was just, like, using his mouth. I'm like, you're dumb. He's just gonna fly away. <laughs> I had to end up killing it. Like, can you believe that? He just is, like, the bug spotter. He's like, yeah, hey, he's mom. great for, like, if you see him staring at the wall, it's either ghosts or it's, it's a, bug. a bug. It's a toss-up. <laughs> you know, one day we'll finally figure out the actual demon that's been following him, but... I am convinced he sees something, like, from another realm. I, oh my god, it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> he's gonna start pulling the strings in my bookcase. Yo. That dust is gonna turn like a clock. Yep. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So, there have been a lot of things that have been going on in news-related stuff. Not all, like, Trump-related things. Though, there was some. We there got was some things, the, uh, yes. The 1040 from 2005. Yeah, Rachel Maddow, like, fucking putting us on the biggest tease of our lives, basically. I still don't really understand, like, did he leak that, you know what I mean? Like, did yeah. his camp do that? Because it was, like, an anonymous envelope. At, like, a journalist's house. And then he's, like, tweeting. He's, like, that fucking flop journalist. Meanwhile, he has, like, a Pulitzer. Like, Yeah, right. So, I mean, that probably just did a lot more harm to did good. I think it's going to get people being, like, enough about that. Yeah, right. Even though we heard about the The emails emails for so long. And we already know that, like, half of his camp is, like, using an unsecure, like, AOL email address at this point. They're literally probably, like, using Ask Jeeves on a Windows 98. You know what I mean? Watch them use Yahoo still. Oh, my God. If any of them use Yahoo, I'm leaving. I I just, you lost all credibility if you have a Yahoo account unintentionally or intentionally. <laughs> I'm still trying to get rid of my one that David Carp slammed up my ass the other week. <laughs> David fucking Carp. I haven't heard that name in years. I don't even know if he drag. still fucking owns that company, you know? Like, he I probably sold it. I feel like he it. checked the fuck out. Like, I mean, that's when, like, 30 ads popped up. Anyway, <laughs> regardless, what else has been going on in the news? So, I mean, in other government-related things, uh, Hawaii pulling through for us. Yes. They uh, blocked temporarily the... Uh, second travel ban it was like just hours before it was like about to go into Good. effect and so like it's going to be following the same like process the He's first not one building did any new hotels there i can tell you that where it's like you know three strikes and you're out basically i think that's what happened yeah. the first time around and so he's like all upset about it but it's like yo they were basically like you're breaking the first amendment so like yeah nah. it's not good and that's just, you know, the way that the government's going to work here. And I'm here for the judges saving us this time. He's trying to get rid of the humanities thing. Yeah, that was another thing was that his budget is out. and It's like, scary. It's literally let's cut everything except all the arts and humanities and like that is so all-encompassing yeah you've no idea i mean i'm sure you do like the epa by a third oh like all that stuff and then adding to defense budget because we totally need more of that yeah and also it was confirmed that we would be paying for the border wall yeah like all that budget was in there can't wait and also i read somewhere the money to build a road on the on our side of it, the entire length of the border wall. Why? Everybody was like shitty tourism, like, right? Like you're just seeing the border, and you can drive up there instead of like hiking. I don't know. Yeah, what's what? the point of that? What are you going to do? Go down there and laugh at everybody? That, Is there like, going to be come into the country? A like, Starbucks at the corner? Like, no, Starbucks are, won't fucking yeah, be there. You're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It'll be shit. a Chick-fil-A. And a Walmart. Chick-fil-A, Walmart, Hobby Lobby. The trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> the Holy Grail. Um, shit. Well, that's fun. I can't wait <laughs> to see it all fucking hopefully get stalled in some way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, let's move on to other random things. Like, you had me write down Justin Bieber reptile, and I am oh, so intrigued by I what am this so means. ready to tell this. Okay, so first, let's give a little context here. Oh, God. Do you know much about the conspiracy theories having to do with the Illuminati? Somewhat, Okay. Do you know the one, which I feel like is (laughs) well-received, if you're wearing the tinfoil hat, that 
the Illuminati and the members of the Illuminati, which they're like, it's every pop star, basically, you know? Oh, what I mean? so it's like Scientology? It's kind of like that, yeah. It's okay. like, for example, like Beyonce is always at the center of all of these and like Lady okay. Gaga and stuff like that. So Justin Bieber apparently is also one of those ones. And there's a big conspiracy that they are secretly like reptiles, you know what I mean? And they can like shape shit. Yes, this is like a real thing that people like fucking Like Kenema right now. Like... Bitch, look at YouTube, you'll get swallowed. Like, I did once, uh-huh. and you watch all the videos, and they have, like, moments, like, in the... Whatever. Their thing is that all of the celebrities, like Taylor Swift, which we already kind of knew that she was confirmed a reptile, but, like, the rest of them haven't yeah. been confirmed yet. They're, like, reptiles with skin suits. You know what I'm saying? So, that all sounds great, right? Uh-huh. But recently, Justin Bieber had a concert in Australia, and there's reported a hundred people all saw him transform into a reptile. Yes. Uh, I'm just like, were they on shrooms or something of the sort? I don't know. Was it a hundred of the people that believe this conspiracy all just being No, like, like people like at the concert, like a hundred people saw it and like some people were like I almost threw up it was disgusting they all have like similar recollections and like descriptions of what he looked like when this happened like the color of the the scales yeah and so the weirdest thing is like they wrote this like article like some fucking like page six style um you know publication in Australia wrote it and then it got deleted and so people are think they're already like silencing it, and it's like it was like him and his bodyguard, and like he turned, and like apparently like it's a thing that they think now happens like behind the scenes, and that what? he's not able to control his form as well as the other ones like Beyonce. Like I don't, I don't believe this, but you know, Absolutely I just think it's not. It's fun when there's like a hundred people that are like, "Yo, I just saw Justin Bieber turn into a lizard." Honestly, though, if Donald Trump could be elected president, I'll believe anything you fucking tell me because like I would have never believed. There's a lot happening right now. And I think, you know, we could do a little bit more to find out the truth here. I kind of want that to be true. I know. That would be a real twist on an old classic. There's also a video of him. Do you remember when he, like, I think he must have gotten arrested or something, and there was, like, a deposition that was given. I think that was when he was like, I don't recall. Like that. So there's a video clip of him that has, like, millions of views on YouTube where they show him blinking, and it looks like a lizard blink. Like, there's two eyelids. Yes. What? Now, is it photoshopped? You know, is it, it doctored? It totally could be. It could be. Is it creepy as fuck in a gift form? Absolutely. Is the dress black or gold? You never know. And this is what I had to fucking, like, look up <laughs> last night when I was trying to think of things to talk about. I guess. And I found this article. I was like, gold. Quality content. Honestly, I am so here for so it. So we're going to make a Twitter poll at the end of this podcast. And we want to know, do you think that Justin Bieber is actually part of a reptilian underground society? Let us know. I'm going to say yes. Just yeah. because. I just honestly think it, like, kind of lines up. Yeah. I would say Ed Sheeran's probably there. He's probably, like, a new recruit. So, like, do you have to become a celebrity and then you, like, take something and get to transform into a lizard? Or, or were are they you always... Always a lizard, never the bride? I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. This is so much. In other news, so you guys might have heard about that little uh, snowstorm, that small little thing that happened over in the northeast of the U.S. A nor'easter, would you Yeah, say? nor'easter. We learned last time that that's a fucking word shortening thing. <laughs> and so, yeah, that happened, and... For some places, like, I think New York City. Yeah, it was New York and Philly that were supposed to be, like, and probably Jersey, too. They were, like, getting hit. They were saying it was going to be, like, a foot of snow. And then it didn't end up being as much as they said. And now, like... Everyone's dragging the the National Weather Service right now. Yes. And so I am... As the official spokesperson for the National Weather Service. I'm personally offended, and I need to speak about this because it... Honestly, truly, I'm not even, like, putting on a show. It really, like, makes me mad. Is this one of your top pet peeves? Absolutely. And it was one of the things that, like, we joked about all the time in classes. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, something I thought about. Like, my career is literally going to be, like, people constantly, like, being mad at me because it's not right. Yeah. Because weather is predicting the future. <laughs> That's what people need to understand is predicting the future with... Science. With science and in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of information. 
because we only started studying this stuff like 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. And before that, we've had like basic information, but even like probably the past like 10 to 15 years is when we got the supercomputers mm-hmm. that are powerful enough to like run these models that we use to predict things. And all of it is like, it's not perfect. It's yeah. not able to predict everything because there's so many little things variations like there's things that are happening on a large scale and then things that are happening on a very minute scale that all affect the grand picture and that's why there's like so many research projects like there's probably like seven that my school was funding just in the time that i was at millersville Mm -hmm. like different projects and like there's so many things that we don't know about weather And so when it comes down to it, we make our best guesses, which when you're looking at the weather forecast, anything past three days, you really should not put put a lot lot of stock in. Yeah, don't put a lot of stock in it because we can be somewhat confident, but it will probably change. I just think what's frustrating is like the whole, you know, they get upset when you're like kind of saying a storm is going to be bigger than it ends up being. It's like, aren't you... I get it because there's money involved. And it's like the people that are upset right now in New York, I read an article and it was like the head of the sanitation committee because they're like the snow clearing committee. Yeah. She was like, I'm so fucking done with the National Weather Service at this point. And like Chris Christie was like, I've been sick of them for like eight years now. Like they're a mess. And it's like, wouldn't you be at least happier with more preparedness? You know what I mean? Like you want to prevent a Hurricane Sandy like situation. Like... Can we all flash back to 2005 when Hurricane Katrina hit and FEMA took two goddamn weeks to get down to fucking New Orleans? Like, can we remember that? And so I'd rather the entire world be prepared. I'd pay more in taxes to spend a little bit more money to prepare people for terrible weather. And honestly, with climate change... The storms are going to get worse. And, and like, more they're, unpredictable. They're going to get more unpredictable, more powerful. That's why we see stronger hurricanes and mm-hmm. stronger north nor'easters. Like, Northeasters. Northeasterns. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> it makes me it's, so mad. It makes mad. me mad because then it's like they're all dragging the National Weather Service, but then they, like, don't give us any funding. I say us. I'm not even a part yeah. of this. That's, like, that's the thing. They, they, they drop the funding, and that's such a vital piece of fucking important information that we all use because it's expensive stuff you need to buy supercomputers to make these giant formula calculations as well as funding projects to go out and study the weather which is very temperamental and like it doesn't always work out when you go out there and study you can't say like i'm gonna go in july and hope that the weather you're looking for is gonna be there yeah true and the last thing i wanted to say is that like it's always like you can predict a sunny day real easily because there's like there's nothing going on in this in the air. It's clear, there's not much going on. It's real easy to predict those days. But like when you get to like a storm, especially like a north I keep saying northeastern, but yeah. a nor'easter, like there's so many things that go on with it. That's when it gets less predictable and gets harder to do because there are so many things going on. So that's why it always seems like they fuck up on storms. Like I don't mind the average person being like, oh my god, they said it was going to rain and then it didn't. Yeah. But, like, when fucking, like, representatives of, like, big government, (laughs) you know. Yeah, they just, like, what are they going to do? Stop being prepared for winter storms? I mean... Or any storms. Yeah, like, let's just stop being prepared and then when one of them is actually really bad, you know, we'll all be sitting here like, we fucking told you, just like we told you... 20 years ago that the climate's warming yeah well i'll be here sipping my tea while we all roast to death <laughs> like, okay that's that's my In motto your fucking fallout shelter yeah right i'll be prepared you guys can pretend that we were wrong well speaking of the scientists getting fucked over yes i was reading an article that like because we kind of keep more uh up with all the climate change scientists that are being fucked over by the government not giving us funding you know yeah, yeah, and like yeah. also not believing 
That's also happening with the ocean scientists. And there's, you know, like the ocean scientists will bring the government, like the data about, you know, the overfishing and the ruining of different like ecosystems in the ocean. of the ocean. Yeah, so many different things because obviously a big climate change issue is with the yeah, ocean. Yeah, the ocean studies and the weather studies are so closely linked because the ocean governs the weather. Exactly. So like, yes, she does. Yes, she does. <laughs> so they're also dealing with like literally people in the fucking like right party of the government. They're like, yeah, we don't believe these facts that you're telling us about like what we're doing to the ocean. We're just, we just don't care. We don't believe you. And it's like the same kind of like denial situation that they have to deal with. And the ocean scientists barely get any funding. Yeah. And it's like, there's so and that's the biggest much thing. We happening don't, there. We don't know, like, even we know even less about we the ocean than we do the atmosphere. of it all. Yeah. Okay? But also, so in Washington, actually, there is a dude, a scientist man, and he is orchestrating this deep sea thing that you can sign up. The tickets have already sold out. Uh, and it's to visit the site of the Titanic. Whoa. And it's like $135,000, I think, a seat. I have to double check on that number. Oh, damn, it was, I just it had big. that much saved up to go, you know? <laughs> but, like, if, all right, you know when people ask you, like, what you would do if, like, you won, like, a million dollars? There's a lot of, like, more realistic things that I would do. But if I still had, like, 200 k left and I bought everything I needed, I would do something like that. Oh, yeah. That would be so cool. That would never have, you know, the funds. Oh, my God. Holy shit. On a related note, I saw that uh, James Cameron, he made the movie Titanic just... Really? He did? Oh, my God. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Just so he could have the movie studio fund his dive down to the Titanic. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make... I don't know. Sea mounts. And then that's my movie. It's the <laughs> Make it the Marianas Trench, something about that, and then it's just the go down love there. story actually. It's gonna be a Pixar film. It's the love story between one polychaete worm and one like fucking Marine crab that can chill on those like really hot underwater vents. Vents, yeah. Yes. And it's gonna be like their star cross lovers. Actually, <laughs> literally, a brittle star was involved in this. Oh my god. <laughs> um, anyway, I love the ocean. Please let us help her out. <laughs> yeah. Like, I literally still go on YouTube when Nautilus and Noah are doing the dives, and I sit there and I watch the live streams. It would be sad to see if that shit was not there anymore i know i would be devastated oh man well speaking of youtube have you seen any of the controversy that's been going on with like the whole age restriction thing that's been happening today no but just by the title of it i can imagine youtube's fucking something up and i don't understand how they managed to ruin so many things when they're a part of google (laughs) like i'm serious like he dragged my (laughs) ex-boss google is i would say a smart company that gets a lot of things right usually but damn youtube is just like that's the that one. one wing that is always fucking the up. The wing. Yeah. Well, okay, so the the age restriction things have been in place for a while, but I think people are just kind of getting on, like, what types of content are actually being restricted. So the restrictions are for if you have an account, and I think you have to be, it's either 17 or younger, and you automatically, when you say that's your age, you automatically get this account. It's for, like, parental controls type shit. It's yeah. not exactly kids YouTube, but it's like you're not going to see explicit. I mean, honestly, quotes. what fucking kid is signing up with a real goddamn birthday? True, we all did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said I was born in like 1920, like for many years. What? <laughs> that's that's a risk. I just like scrolled down until I got to far enough, and then I clicked one. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so anyway. Basically, a lot of people have been... The only way you can check if some of your videos are content restricted is if you make your account content restricted so that you can look through and see what's missing, essentially. Okay. There's not, like, a way for you to, like, upload a video and then as a creator see in your video, like, yes, this is also going to fall under the age-restricted category. Wow, you mean a user-friendly feature that's not there? What a fucking shock. Information like... to the creator that's vital? Wow. Wow. <laughs> that wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> basically... A lot of LGBTQ plus YouTubers have noticed that through signing in through that like window of YouTube, a lot of their content, some cases, whole channels just not being there. Like age restricted, just PG LGBT content, like educational fucking content. There's one couple that I follow whose wedding vows video was gone. 
not gone, but like age restricted. It was restricted, restricted. Yeah. yeah. That was Ash Hardell and Grace, their wedding vows video. Wow, that is like... So a lot of people are obviously extremely mad because most of the videos are like educational and they're not explicit and it's also implying that like LGBTQ content is like explicit and like shouldn't be shown wow, to our kids. Wow, they're like restricting it to the age group that could be really, really benefited by That's seeing what that I've been content. Seeing. Like, like I've had people like include me in tweets that they were like, you know... This was the only way that when I was young that I heard about, like, bisexuality and stuff like that. And it's, like, some of it is, like, so sweet. Like, somebody's wedding vows? Like, how on earth? It is ridiculous. And how does that stuff get, like, sorted into that? Like... Yeah. They have to have, like, some shitty algorithm. If you're tagging your videos, which, like, of course, all LGBTQ creators are tagging their videos with, like, LGBTQ Everybody is tagging their stuff, yeah. Duh. And so what are they just going through that? And it's like not every video and it's not perfect. It's v- that's the thing. It's like one it's everything on YouTube. It's very like haphazard. Yeah, it's not like even across the board. Like you never yeah. know what's going to be what, you know. But I've just been seeing a lot of uproar today on my Twitter about it and I think it's shitty. And In I between hope they fix that it. and like the whole advertising like not being able to put ads on like the different educational if things. If you were talking about war and politics. Yeah. Whoa. Like, they are, YouTube is... I wonder how much of that shit is still in place or whatever. I don't know. YouTube is so transparent on the fact that they want to be another TV provider. Yeah, well, duh, like, they're coming out with They're coming TV. with their TV service. They only cater to now like the, the top... Like, the mainstream, like... The channels that already exist. My questioning is, like, all right, so one of the biggest channels for them is, like, Jimmy Kimmel and, like, Stephen Colbert and all of their channels. Yeah. How do they fall with the ads? Because they play ads, you know they're fucking making oh, money. Oh, yeah. And they're obviously talking about politics, you know? It's I wonder, stupid. like, what constitutes that, but yeah. Oh, no, they probably get a free pass. They probably get ads on well, everything, duh. no matter what. It's because they only care about, like, doing what's most marketable, which makes sense as a business, you know... It just is a good model for business, but, you know, it does fuck over all of the creators that are trying to make really educational or, like, just good, like, respectable content on their platform, and the, you know, whole beginning of it was like, hey, anyone can fucking reach an audience and make whatever content that you want, and some of it is really great, you know what I mean? And it's worthy of being bumped up on the homepage instead of some of this other trash that I see every day, Like, this whole website was made what it is today because of all of these content creators and maybe if they had invested money and time and resources into those creators we could have some really great new like shows or channels or whatever mm-hmm. instead of the same old tired stuff that's just moving over and taking over this space because they have fucking money yeah it's so dumb and now, like, and that's why most creators that are doing like educational style videos, they need crowdfunding. Yeah. And like, meanwhile, the people that are just making like the cheap, processed comedy crap that is easily digestible by mass media and can be PG, those are the ones that are making like the six figures. Uh, and that's why, like, you know, me coming from like behind the scenes, like, if you don't represent yourself in a way that's like Disney PG, like, you might not even make any money you know you need crowdfunding it's its own form of censorship to be honest like you know like you can't make this content it's not really censorship because like at least it's so all available but it's like a lot of these educational videos they take so much more time and research and a lot of them you know no one's gonna sit and watch like somebody in a room with like no graphics and animation talking about education like they're the ones that require like the more edit style and like they have to make it fun and like there's so many channels that are doing such a great job they're so like they're great resources they did put so much time and then they have to rely on crowdfunding and it's like thank god for that you know and people that want to fund really great projects but it sucks it's like I see I want to see that promoted there's so many like websites and things like Patreon and Kickstarter and stuff that are for like crowdfunding things and honestly like it sometimes it upsets me that I keep seeing more and more of these style of websites showing up because it's like it's usually revolving around like people that used to be able to like make money or get support get loans or whatever for doing what they were doing but now we have to rely on like getting crowdsourced for different things you know what I mean Like, it would just be great if, like, YouTubers could, that are, like, really making great content, 
could get advertisers to pay a decent amount or get like advertisement like cuts that aren't like a minuscule amount. I know because you got YouTube taking your cut, you have your network taking your cut, and possibly a manager. Yeah, you You got a lot of cuts. Yeah, but us fucking millennials, we really so entitled. We're so entitled. Damn, we'd want to. I get it though, because like people think it's like this like ideal job where you know essentially like you can be as lazy as you want, but you won't get anywhere if you are. Yeah, like that's such a false thing. You have to work your ass off to like get anywhere. You know what I mean? You really do. But that's with any job, and you should really yeah, it's really any job at all. Like you gotta work, and it (laughs) gotta work. You gotta work. All right, so I think that was all that we were going to talk about for today. So let's get into some questions, but first let's talk about our sponsor for today's episode. All right. So a little while back, we worked with Away on another podcast episode, and they sent us one of their carry-on luggage bags, and it's, like, life-changing. It has USB ports, so you can charge, like, anything that takes a USB port, which is, like, super convenient. Honestly, that was, like, draw enough for me as it is. Like, please, I have been stranded so many times looking for an outlet. I hate when you're at the airport and then everyone's at that, like, one communal charging station yeah. and you're totally fucked so it's so convenient but i gotta charge my suitcase yeah it's so funny so they're like super lightweight too and like really strong and durable so they won't get fucked up yeah. and they have those really cool wheels that like turn all the way so you can just be that cool gliding ass bitch in the <laughs> airport you know what yeah. i'm talking about <laughs> and one of the really cool things is that it has a lock on it that's tsa approved so that's something i lock your shit up guys yeah it's like a combo lock so i'm that paranoid binge in the airport is- anyway it is really cool. I feel secure having that. Yeah. So the Away line of suitcases comes in nine colors and four sizes. That's two carry-on sizes and the medium and the large size. And the carry-on sizes are the ones with the charger in them. Yeah. And if you order it and if something goes wrong, you have a lifetime warranty on it as well. So you're like set for life with this thing. And as always, we wouldn't leave you guys hanging. We've got a great offer for you. If you go to awaytravel.com slash cwc and also use the promo code cwc you'll get twenty dollars off a suitcase so again just go to awaytravel.com slash cwc and use code cwc to get that discount all right we're back with the uh, questions from patreon.com and uh first one's from jackie who said i'm going to see bill nye the science guy on tuesday live it's a q a what question should i ask oh my god that's so much pressure wow that is so cool i want to see him live yeah like that honestly the pressure like god. that's too much i'd ask him like what's the most niche and nuanced world of science that you know way a lot about yeah <laughs> you know and like your your favorite like niche category yeah, like what's the what's the most interesting scientific niche? phenomenon yeah the most interesting scientific phenomenon that he knows of like i know that. and that's like a daunting question but like he's got to have one weird oh yeah thing he would that he's absolutely into. he would say something like life as a, in general like you know what i mean and I would probably, like, honestly ask you, like, what's one thing that you wish that you could convince the GOP about with <laughs> regards to science? Or, like, what's one thing that you would like to say to the GOP about science? I can't wait for his show. I'm sure he's I know. I guess that's why he's going on tour. He's, like, getting prepped. Yeah. I'm ready. Oh, Masters of None, too, is Yeah, that's out. coming back in May, I think it said. So, I am so ready. That was really funny. Yeah. Okay, next question is from Rebecca, who said, if you could have an entire day to eat a non-vegan diet and all of your favorite foods with Without your intestines dying, what would it be? I'd also like to say I'd like that day to be just like a non-guilt-free where this stuff came from kind of day. You just know what overall, I mean? like, like, just eth- knock me out. Ethically sourced. Is that the right term? <laughs> I guess. You non- can't really do that. Non-GMO, you know, farm to table. Bagel and locks for breakfast. For okay. lunch, I'd have, ooh, fuck, like a... Uh-huh. Wawa hoagie, honestly, oh, with all my fixings. Oh my god, I'm gonna steal that for my lunch. With like, a cup of mac and cheese on the side if we're feeling yeah. extra. And then Absolutely. for dinner, I mean, honestly, I would love like a pizza that's oh, fuck, real. That's what I was gonna say. Shit. I'm sorry. It's just like the most basic foods I miss, like or a grilled cheese and pickle combo. Oh god. With cup of soup, you know. Ooh. Or this one pasta dish that I used to get at Carlucci's, the shrimp amalfi which is like salmon yeah. and like this like lemon butter angel hair and mm-hmm. shrimp oh it was so good all right i'm gonna go for just a bagel with cream cheese 
like classic. the classic bagel with cream cheese. And I want that Wawa hoagie for lunch. Duh. And I want a pizza for dinner. Like I know we have a pizza shop that is like really close to our apartment, and I walk by it a lot, and it always smells really great. And like there is vegan pizza, but like I go for like just the all veggie, no fake cheese, because when I get the fake cheese, yeah, it's tomato just never pie great. with like some veggies. But on it's it. like, man, I would love to go to like Brothers Pizza back in my oh. and like just eat a whole one. Oh. Wow. I do miss her. Or like a calzone. Yo. Ooh. Or like from the sugar like bowl, those big ass parm. chicken parm. Oh, I don't like chicken. I like it now over chicken. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I just, I just don't even. Need I just her. remember going to the sugar bowl like at midnight. They had really Miller. good milkshakes too. Yeah, that was like that was the fucking spot on campus to get late night drunk. I was food. so wasted, and I would just eat a lot of those fucking cheese fries, pizza oh, fries. My they God. had the best pizza fries. They Is have... that like an East Coast thing? I swear to God, like yeah. I have not seen it. And they had really great mozzarella sticks, too. I'm so... Oh, my God. All of these are just, like, cheese-based foods. Because we just really avoid, like, the honestly, like, the fake cheese. Because it's just not... It's yeah, whatever. None of my things that I've said so far, you said you wanted some salmon on your yeah, bagel. Yeah, I, I love but, like, fish, whatever. but I love the ocean. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, otherwise, I am not, like, missing the meats so much. It's just the cheese the cheese it's literally cheese and fish but not together <laughs> yeah oh, okay like i would together. love like fucking sushi and like oh, not yeah. just vegetable sushi because yes. like vegetable sushi is good but essentially it's a salad wrapped up with nori like <laughs> i kind of miss a little bit of rice the raw there. tuna you know yeah i feel you i get it <laughs> That was a good Ooh, question. Now I'm shit. hungry. Yeah. Wow, that really ruined me. We have, um, it was, spoiler, my birthday a couple days ago. Whoa. And uh, we made another vegan cake because I wanted one. Yeah. And it was uh, the classic Harry cake. And Too bad your name's not Harry. Yeah, I know, right? Someone and tweeted me and they made it, but their friend's name was actually yeah, Harry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, damn, that's too perfect. I'm going to have to have some of that after this show now because... After the show? That cake, though... Honestly, neuroticmommy.com. What a name. She got a bomb ass vegan cake and <laughs> fucking buttercream frosting. It's so good. It's a little bit, you know, denser and drier than a regular cake, but She's with a like little thick. cream cheese, it would be fantastic. I know. But it's so good right now as it is. It is so I love it in the good. fridge when it's cold. Ooh. <laughs> Both Lila and Squeezy try to get into it several times. So, well, speaking of birthday cakes, uh, Avery has asked, I'm a birthday binge this Saturday. What's the weirdest birthday you've ever had? Well, first of all, happy birthday. Yes. Because that'll be Saturday. Happy pre-birthday. Pre-birth. Pre-birth. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Uh, anyway. Well, moving on. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was the weirdest birthday we've ever What's had? What's the weirdest birthday you ever had? Ooh, probably. <laughs> probably, like, the one that was literally a month after I came out. Oh, yeah, that was a really great I, time. I don't even remember That was a confusing time. It. What did I do? I really don't think we did anything because you were, like, not was doing hot, you know? It's cool. Um, but other weird birthdays. I mean, I had, like, a clown bench once when I, I was, I never like, had the clown. That's what Avery said, that they had a clown. Oh, God. Yeah. See, it was a female clown, and I was, like, in preschool, and it was, like, the, the clown that hit up all of the Jew preschool kids. Ah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And so, they know their target audience, you know? It was at that one pizza restaurant where they gave the kids the dough, and you could mold it into whatever shape you want, and they would bake it. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's called. It was, called. like, Bertucci's or some shit. No. Something else like that. Something Italian, It's got a Tucci. You know? It's not Stanley. <laughs> and wow, that was... I mean, it is weird. Also, any of the videos you have of me, I wish I could, like, steal those tapes. Oh, and, God. like, put them online. It's a video of me at a Chuggy Cheese birthday party. And I'm, like, crying while eating cake and looking so <laughs> mad at the animatronic. Because I was afraid of those oh. robots. Westworld. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. I had my birthday at, like, the classic spots. I remember I had one at the roller rink. Oh, we had Rollerama. Oh, my God. Mine was Skate Away. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have to do the fucking, like, put your right foot in, but on skates? I think I went off the field after when that came <laughs> on. Out the pool. <laughs> I did that. And, wow, it's a risk. <laughs> I don't know why I had a birthday there, because... 
You why? don't like roller skating? Well, no, I do, but like, where was I at that moment in my life where I had my birthday party there? <laughs> I? I don't know. We would always be there. It was like one day of like the school year that you just go to Rollerama, and it was like Nishamini night or whatever. Like, not Nishamini. I was not in high school. <laughs> it was like elementary school, maybe. I had a lot of my birthdays at the bowling alley because I was in a bowling league for seven years of my life, and so I, I was like, let's go here with one... that shitty fucking food at town and country lanes seven fucking years seven years of, of shoving those clammy pale fingers into that nice honestly smooth... it was a great time and i do miss it somewhat it was i was pretty we decent. still have never really bowled together yeah and Except i don't for, have like, my that bowling ball anymore Knoebels i've had bowling. multiple like custom made balls <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> where are they now are they just chilling in your house somewhere? i think so well, you know, I'm just thinking, I had some really weird birthday cakes happening. Like, yeah. I know that the more recent weird cake that I had was when we were seniors in college. And you went online and you ordered a custom cake for me that had the that... screen printing? Yeah. And it was that picture that someone photoshopped of me as a jellyfish. And wasn't it really uncomfortable for you to pick up from the store? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I just walked up there fucking proud. I'm like, I'm here to pick up my cake for Chris. And then they, you know, gave it to me and they had a smirk. I remember they smirked. I don't remember what they, it was. Like, can you say? imagine? Like, I'm going to tweet this photo. I need to remember to tweet this. But, like, can you imagine seeing this, like, weird jellyfish with my face on it oh and being God. like, this is my next work that I have to do? The year before that. I got the pin the face on Rachel, like, oh, thing, my God. and that was, like, I had to order this, like, poster-ass shit, like, from some random... Wasn't it Staples that you had to go to or something? Yeah, I think it might have been Staples, and, like, I didn't have to pick it up, it got delivered in the mail, but, like, Thank can God. you imagine the fucking people oh. printing this blown-up image of Rachel's face without, without a mouth? mouth. Like, and you printed out like several mouths and you had to like put them on we were all really oh my god that was a time that's a weird birthday my 21st birthday was so weird that was so weird that was a good time and also a low point like somebody ruined my cards against humanity <gasps> I remember they put them in the chip bag and they got greasy like why did you do that that's fucked me? up also squeezy almost like he was not happy to be there yeah but I've had some other weird cakes besides the jellyfish one I remember Speaking of screen printing, I just feel like that's, like, a really weird thing to do to a birthday cake. Those, like, uh, catalogs that are, like, outside the bakery area in Giant that have, like... Oh, I don't do that. Oh, well, I mean, I just remember flipping through them all the time and seeing, like, hey, Bob the Builder. Hey, Dorothy Explorer. (laughs) (laughs) I know. We did... Because I was obsessed with penguins for a time. Okay. For a time. I still am, but it's like, I have less merch, you know? I literally had a <laughs> <Less> friend. merch? <laughs> she, her dad owned, like, a jewelry company, and they made me, like, a golden penguin necklace for my birthday wow. one year. So that was cool. March of the penguins, am I right? You're not wrong. I fucking was ready for that, and happy feet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, like, sobbed. That was the era of penguins. It really was, and Madagascar as well. Oh, yeah. But anyway, this cake was literally just my favorite photo of a penguin that was screen printed onto a cake. Oh, God. And... It was just, like, a very blurry, pixelated photo, because, like, I'm on Google and I'm, like, 12, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I don't know, man. There was a, like, a solid, I'd say, like, five to seven year chunk of my life. Chunk. Where I was, (laughs) chunk, where I was obsessed with ice cream cakes, which, man, I miss those, too. I fucking hate ice cream cakes. And so I always got them from Dairy Queen, because they had a whole freezer filled with them, and I got, like, the really... Like chocolate ice cream, and it's got like a Oreo cookie crust and like shit in the middle, like a it's, fudgy it's crust not in the middle. Cake. Well, it was to me, Rachel, and I had that like every year, and I looked forward to it all the time. Now I could never do that because honestly, I feel so old saying this, but it's too sweet for me. Oh my god, like, Lila just sneezed. <laughs> I hate Same. it when she sneezes under the couch. Well, you I know. also had. Um, like, we had this weird, like, cake pan that was, like, a bowlish kind of thing. Like and a so, dome? Yeah, and so... A bowlish. Wow, a couple of years where we were just doing everything with that, and I... I feel like I saw an infomercial for that cake pan. Yeah, and I think I had a Pokeball. At one Is point. your mom an infomercial binge? Not really, no, as far as I know. I not. always wanted to be that binge. 
I always wanted to order something. I was like, I can't wait to be 18 or older so I can call this number. Have you ever done that? No, never done that. I swear, the first time, it's going to be for that fucking shark vacuum. Yeah, yeah. you get the deal and you get the free steam mop. Because <laughs> that that man, he sells me every time. We bought time. the Nutribullet, but not online. It was like a Target. Well, we need to order the prescription Nutribullet. Yeah, because it injects you have to literal get... medicines to your kales. <laughs> we have to get a script written from a doctor to order it. My mom only ordered, like, it was this thing that you would stick in your dryer, and when you pulled her out, it just was covered in all of the lint. Uh, and it actually worked. Okay. Like, she was obsessed with it. I love those ones that, the as-seen-on-TV things that actually work. Yeah, I love Bunny. Wasn't... Oh, my God. Her channel, everything about it, and her fucking trying out infomercial stuff Honestly, is, though, like, a highlight. That's one of, the, like... My favorite ideas for a YouTube channel. I know, like I would never do it because she's doing it and she's killing it. Yeah. But like that's such a smart it's genius. I would have loved to have thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. All right, next question is from Kimberly, who said, "I've been around since the How a Jew spends Christmas rant." Oh, oh, oh man. But I may have missed something. Whatever happened to the twats? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Maybe I've have I mentioned? This I feel thing? like you might have said something before but you know it's worth a redo <laughs> at this point like i don't even know man like who, <laughs> who even knew i don't know we had like a falling out a stupid argument like two years ago and then we just haven't really talked since yeah yeah it dissolved over nothing tbh and it was something um so this next question says i'm moving across the country for a work opportunity and it's starting next month since it's a big move and it's happening quickly i was wondering if you could give some advice on making a new apartment feel like home and anxiety regarding moving to a new city alone do you think i need to see the apartment in person before i move or can i just go for it Longtime binge listener and lover of the cwc cinematic universe oh shit well, uh, in terms of visiting first, yeah, I was gonna say we didn't do that. No, I feel like we've actually never visited any apartment that we ever lived in before this current. Yeah, one. because this one, well, this one that we did, even we saw like a room in this place, but it wasn't the Our style apartment. of apartment that we were going to have. Yeah, so I mean, it's obviously a risk. Yes. We definitely try to look at apartments that we've seen hella photos well yeah this it's like it's a lot Except easier for college we didn't really have that luxury yeah it's a lot easier to do like no going beforehand when like we're in this age when we have yelp and all of these different things like use yelp to the fullest extent for yeah. reviews of the place although you have to take it with a grain of salt because usually the people writing reviews are like they've been fucked over in one way or another yeah so like it's usually lower but there's always photos if you go on YouTube, honestly, we would go on YouTube and search the apartment complex name and then, like, walk through or review or something like and that. And sometimes people, like, take videos of yeah. the apartment, like, just for their own, like, safe mind, you know, when they Why they're on YouTube, nobody knows. I don't know, then. but they're there. So, and I mean, they're helpful. And in terms of, like, making it feel like home, I think always, like, surrounding it with things that remind you of home or, like, make you feel like you inhabit that space, whether that's furniture that you love or decor pedum pedums? Pedums? Decor Peta. Are you making bread over here? It was here, pieces like? and items at the same time. <laughs> or like pillows and things like that. I mean squeezy really helped laughing up the place. <laughs> I moved squeezy here and I was like, feels like home. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean uh, probably something that we did for a while that we maybe shouldn't have done was, like, we had boxes around for a little while. Yeah, if you unpack, it feels better. Yeah, I mean, we were using a box as a TV stand, so... It was a risk. It was a risk. And also, out. like, the moment I feel like I felt the most great about where we were living was the greatest <laughs> yeah um was when we filled up our refrigerator finally yeah it was like the first like week or two it was just like bare bones because we were like either eating out a little bit or like we just didn't really have a lot of money to like yeah. buy and then when we did and we had that like full grocery fucking haul in our fridge like lots of condiments i feel like the more condiments you have in your <laughs> fridge the homier the feel yeah like i want several mustards <laughs> <laughs> you know that's when you know is home. that or a freezer that's got some things in it that you're like what are you <laughs> you know just classics i'll say when we first moved here i feel like from the moment i was in our apartment alone like just the two of us like i felt like it was home it's it because we knew that like 
we didn't have to fucking like deal with other people living yeah. in our rooms and stuff. Like I don't I don't know why that first like night or that first moment when we were just like standing in our apartment after like the apartment person had left. I'll never forget that fucking but feeling. But that feeling was like one of the greatest feelings I've ever had because it's like we were here. That was we like made my it. biggest goal accomplished right there. Yeah. And I do not like take it at all for granted. When I'm still like today, we were we were all over downtown trying to get me a fucking raincoat because we're going on a hike this weekend. And just like every time I'm out and about, I'm just like, God damn it! Like I fucking made that dream happen, bitch. Yeah. I fucking got like here. now it really extra feels like yeah because I know where I'm Seattle. going. Yeah, but like <laughs> even in that moment, I was like. This is my small little slice of Seattle, but it's mine, and I'm, I'm home, here. and it's great. But in terms of, like, how to feel, like, acclimated to living in a city that you're unfamiliar with, my best recommendation is to become a regular at some established, whether it's established. I'm just, like, shortening all my words today. Establish. Oh, um, <laughs> like, a coffee shop or a restaurant or, like, a library or something like that where you kind of, you get to know the familiar surroundings. You get to know, like, what normally is happening at that location at certain times of the day. Yeah, the yeah. people that work there. The people that are going there. And Obviously, I, that's, like, a great way to maybe make a friend too yeah and of course if you're gonna be working like it'll feel i feel like you feel more instantly at home yeah Yeah. i was working from home so i was like who are you (laughs) but yeah i mean it happens quicker than you think it would like i've never even lived in a city before and i feel like it didn't take us that long to kind of get used to it and i have a lot of anxiety so that's saying something but you'll be good i'm excited for you okay next question is what music have you guys been listening to lately also opinion on lord's new music Oh, well, I actually have been listening to Lord's two songs that have yeah, been Yeah, I was going to say, it's just, like, a couple now, right? Yeah. Okay. I think, like, I've listened to Green Light now, like, twice, mm-hmm. and I liked it better on the second listen. It, it bops, you know? It's yeah. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm ready to hear the rest of the album, because I feel like she'll probably pull some different shit on the rest of it. Yeah, like, that one I feel was, like, like the, beat. Uh, the first one, oh, wow, I forget the name right now. Green like, Light. No, her first album. Oh, Pure Heroin. Pure Heroin. Like, that album i liked every single song Me that was on too. that album it was such a good album that's and like a perfect complete album honestly if you could put that like on any time that takes me back to senior year of I know. college but like it was on all the time and it was really really good and so i have high hopes for the yeah. rest of this album i liked both songs though but I'm, I'm ready to hear something that reminds me like of like buzz cut season yeah or something like that but we'll see or 400 lux mm-hmm. those are my two faves uh, and otherwise, it's been Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah, I've been listening to his new album, because I'm always that bitch. Because you know me, I like that folk acoustic bullshit. I really love it's the cute. amount of, like, fiddle and stuff that he's yeah. got going on in his new songs. It's really good. I love when he goes really folky. Yeah. I'm glad it. that he didn't do what everybody seems to do. is like, let's be an electric rock, rock band after Like, he's had acoustic. some songs that are, like, more of a bop, but, like, they're still his vibe. I don't know. Like, yeah. They don't seem... I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good to listen to. Also, um, who else came out with... Oh, The Shins came out with a new album, too. So I've been listening to that. But and, I pretty much listen to the same shit always. Like, put on Jason Gregory Allen and Isaacov Radio, and it's just, like, all the hits <laughs> for me. The classic of Jason Mraz at any point when you're, like, at a loss for what yeah, you want to listen to. Oh, I've been meaning to. I haven't done it yet, but I've been meaning to listen to Killers again because they tweeted that, like, it had been... I don't know. They released Somebody Told Me, like, in, like, 2005 or four or something like that. Kills me. And I, like, died. And they made it in a garage, which I remember that was, like, their claim to fame. Yeah. And that's so just wild. So started in garages. I know. It's just like funny. my birth, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs> what kind of cereal would you and the chunks be? My cat would be Raisin Bran and Lucky Charms. I feel like I'd be Corn Pops. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm glad to know, honestly. Oh, my God. Well... Would, would I be Corn Pops? Like... Me, a Ooh, nice corn. That's that's actually really good. Like, Either that or like honey smacks. Ooh, honey smacks are so good. Those are good. God, Shit. I miss those. They were super sweet. They were super sticky. <laughs> Stop. Um, Lila would probably be, be like Boo Berry or something like that. Or like, um, what is it like the Cookie Crisp? You know what I mean? Oh man. She would be just like Oreo O's or like cookie. What's like the puff? No, you know what? She's a frosted mini wheat. She's a puffy little pillow of frosted mini wheat. (laughs) Wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know she's 
got that form. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Squeezy, however, I feel like would be like that Count Chocula or whatever, like oh, evil dark cereal. Like Mr. Serious Businessman with his like super chocolatey sweet cereal in the morning. I know. Like, Honestly, though, Squeezy wouldn't eat a sugary cereal. I feel like he'd be more of like a tofu scramble. Like, oh my god! I know it's not cold oatmeal, like oatmeal, oatmeal. <laughs> um, Oat. I would probably be special K because I'm bland and just classic. I don't know. That's my favorite cereal, but alas, she's got dairy in it. Yeah, oh, it was so fun. sad. It, it has like upsetting. some weird coating on it, so naturally, yeah, there's so dairy. It's, it's just terrible. And the last question is: You've mentioned Addison Montgomery is your favorite. Why is that? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> and um, have you watched Private Practice? Yeah, we have watched Private Practice. Oh, yeah, that was a wild ride. That's not even really why I like her, but, like, you definitely get to see even more of her, which is obviously why I watched. Well, Um, yeah, but she was just, like, there for, like, the best of grays. Yeah, she's just, like, she's such a fucking tough, hot bitch. I love her. She's one of the best fucking medical people on that show. Like, she was, like, before Arizona, before What's-Her-Face from Stuart Little that died, (laughs) you know? Like, she was the OG, like, really great with the children fucking doctor. And I loved her and her hot fucking salmon scrub. I also just wanted to date her. That was half the reason why I loved her so much. I really thought it was a mistake. Spoilers for not having her come back when Derek fucking died. Yes. Like, why the fuck did she not come back? Still pissed that her and Alex didn't get further with that little hot moment. Ugh. That could have been something. But, I mean, you can just follow her Instagram for yep. more Kate Walsh I love Kate Walsh. And she just posts so many photos of her goddamn cats, and I am just so and here for it. we can connect on a close level with I just want to have... I just want to share a bottle of wine with her and hang out with her cats and just tell her that she's beautiful. <laughs> she's wonderful. All right. Well, with that, I think we can wrap up this episode. <laughs> Why do I watch Grace? Like, it's just such a <laughs> feast for my eyes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. But anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed having this cup of coffee with us. Kiap. Kiap. And uh, benches, stay tuned. And we'll see the rest of you guys on Monday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So since we talked a little bit about candles earlier, we decided to go back to one of our old classics. This is what candle you guys are going to be getting. These are all Yankee candle scents, though, so I'm It's harder to it. do Bath and Body Works, because there's only, like, maybe Everything is 30. sandalwood that's creamy, you know? Yeah. So, like, it's Just hard. variations of mahogany now. We got mahogany coconut burning right now, and it's just fantastic. Yeah. All right, so let's get started with Nicole Dowling, who is... First down. Is that a mandel? Yeah, it's a mandel. Alex Capraro is chocolate cappuccino. Kim Boy Vare is aloe vera. Shannon Shires is Shiraz. Alicia McKee is key lime pie. Kimberly Proza is amber moon. Sammy Jessam is balsam fur. Sarah Booth is boonilla. Nice Halloween <laughs> scent. Kate Compery is mmm bacon. Oh my god. Taylor Collins is country linen. Emma Corbeil is mint licorice. Sloan Fuller is peach cobbler. Angelica Fleas is angel's wings. M. Skymac is Christmas memories. Rebecca Edmondson is cinnamon and sugar. Taryn Parker is luau party. Alana Barbosa is tiki bar. Lutzi is exotic bloomsy. <laughs> Taylor Mays is bay breeze. Shay A is shea butter classic. Megan Ashley is Splash of Rain. Cody Castillo is Santa's Candy Castle. Bailey Lynn is Sunwashed Linen. Emily Tormey is Stormwatch. That's Chris's That's candle. That's mine. Sony Vaz Brune is Creme Brulee. Taylor Hancock is Lucky Shamrock. Seasonally appropriate. Sabrina Hughes is Pina Colada. Fiona is Almond Toffee. Stephanie Oliver is River Valley. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross is Build a Snowman. Juanita Cara is Caramel Apple. Annie Wynn is In a Winter Wonderland. Cassandra Lee is Pink Sand. That's a fucking iconic candle, just yeah, letting you know. I know, I recognize the name. Remember when, like, Amanda and Devin bought, like, seven of them one year? Okay. Yep. Emma Nigren is Green Bamboo. Courtney Hall is Bunny Cake. Becca Jansen is God Bless America. <laughs> Angela Sue is Snow Angels. Michelle North is Sheer Gardenia. Aaron Bray is Celebrate. Jade Agoshi is Citrus Tango. My Elizabeth is Salted Caramel. Ishbel Mendez is A Child's Wish. Burn that child's wish. Oh my god! Stop! 
Talia Miller is buttermilk pancakes. Margarita is farmer's market. Avery Labelson is silver birch. Daisy Blossom Dottie is black plum blossom. Chloe Archer is vanilla clouds. Also a candle for you. Yes. Anthony Hood is whoopie pie. Also a candle for me. Yep. Mariah is merry marshmallow. Liz Hallbrook is holiday sage. Jennifer Habgood is good morning. Madison Greer is Greek fig and black currant. I thought I was going to say Greek salad. <laughs> Madison Wolf is season of peace. Megan McNally is Moroccan argan oil. Is that a That's my hair, hair serum. Like? <laughs> Skylar Medley is turquoise sky. Megan Preyes is Mediterranean cypress. Corey Springfield is spring days. Ilka is milk and cookies. Jackson Dora Who is vanilla caramel. Nicole Allen is chocolate bunnies. Courtney White is white zinfandel. Bridget Carey Davis is Caribbean fruit. Jennifer Cornwell is candy corn. Sophia Cock is soft blanket. Ash- what does that smell like? <laughs> Ash Roselle is Christmas rose. Jackie Burkhardt is hearts and flowers. Beth Fonseca is Champaca Blossom. Jackie Berjulio is Union Jack. The what whole is, smell of England. What does that flag smell like? Christina <laughs> Contreras is Welcome Christmas. Ian Murphy is Brazilian, Brazilian <laughs> passion fruit. Kendall Berg is Amber Glow. Allie McGregor is Lily of the Valley. Megan Grilly is Napa Valley Sun. Chloe Ireland is Fireside Treats. Taka Roach is Roasted Coffee. Us. Haley Cadwalder is Maple Walnut. Camellia Malky is Marshmallow Chicks. <laughs> it's just me. This one really fucks me up. Okay, Maddie Pullman is Mantown. <laughs> oh my god, does that smell like a sweaty locker or Ew! something? Oh my god, that's The real horrible. locker room talk. Amanda Pete is Mandarin Cranberry. Caitlin Whalen is Silent Night. Cody Robinson is Black Coconut. Lauren Chavone is French Lavender. Dana Daly is Banana Nut Bread. Megan Wilson is Willow Breeze. Claire Wood is Sandalwood Vanilla. Anna Hernandez is Canary Island Banana. Jenna Gordonier is Eucalyptus Spearmint. Sarah is Vera Cruz Vanilla. Flynn and Drew are Orange Dreamsicle. Drewsicle. Bridget Dubin is Bright Copper Kettles. Oh my god, that was their like warm woolen mittens and oh they did that. Oh my god. They did that. <laughs> Hillary Gay is Coconut Lime Breeze. Mackenzie Knight is Midnight Cove. And Rachel Evans is Evening Air. Amazing. So I'm wafting over the rest of the benches right now. I'm yeah. I'm going to stamp out they with that. They have a nice uh, pool. What is that called? The a wax, wax pool. pool. Yeah, they got a nice wax pool. Remember when on. we used to watch like a lot of candle bloggers? Honestly, we should go back to that. I know. Great. We've got Holly Stark. Allison Frankoy. Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. And Rose Barnett. So th- my elbow just fucking popped. I was like, thanks, guys. Just <laughs> my elbow. <laughs> just take my elbow with you. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys smell great this evening. And um, have a wonderful weekend. Do us a favor and look up your candle scent and tell us if it's something that you would actually burn in If your you home. resonate with and it can go along with your insect or whatever In your else. bird. In your bird. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.